1: Down the bitch gang, yipe. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor plan, a all banned. Y'all seen the block, Stop one hand. And Pat, me trust. it's ball had the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
0: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
2: Welcome back to the latest episode of Five on the Floor Live. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Today's floor plan with me, we have not only Brian Fonseca, who you can follow on Twitter at Brian Fonseca NY, we also have Tony Schwartz who you can follow at Tony Schwartz NBA happy to have both of you gentlemen here after the Miami Heat dispatch of the New York Knicks in game 3 105 to 86 huge victory for this team we know the game winner uh the 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 winner of game 3 when a series is tied 1-1 is a is a big one and they got this one done so we're going to unpack everything related to that we got a lot to talk about it was a super exciting game for two and a half quarters I'll say in terms of what the heat were doing and then it kind of got out of hand and that was a good thing for Miami but before we dive into all of that I want to tell you about a great sponsor of uh the Five Reasons Sports Network and that is A aggressive insurance insurance by Lynette.com. y'all know it It's uh, the insurance broker agency that's been serving South Florida for way over 15 years. They offer auto insurance, homeowners, condo, life insurance, retirement programs, free notary service to all clients, Uh, every insurance uh, carrier, all the leading ones they represent and work with. So if you have a bad driving record, you need to holler at Lynette. No driver is refused. Free phone quotes. Go to insurancebylynette.com. That's insurance with two N's and two T's. You can also find her in the comments of our live broadcast. She's an avid Heat fan, and she will take great care of you. Again, that's A-Aggressive Insurance, 954-581-8800, 954-581-8800, the official sponsor of Five on the Floor Live post-game shows here on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube channel. All right, y'all. Playoff basketball is back. A three-day break was long, but we got to this game and the Heat were absolutely, um, basically they led this one from end to end. It was about as good a performance as I think you could have expected from a team like Miami coming off this rest. Jimmy Butler looked sharp. The team looked sharp. Uh, So there's lots of ways we can go here. I want to start. And kind of rewind all the way to the first quarter because there was something that jumped out. And I encourage everyone to go to fivereasonsports.com and read uh free sports content, but particularly Brady's takeaways after every game, because he pointed this out, and I'm glad that he did, because it was in my first half notes. Not only were Jimmy and Bam super aggressive offensively, Eric Spolstra went to work. And I'll tell you how he did. Uh they switched matchups here where Jimmy Butler all of a sudden was on RJ Barrett and Except for an occasional couple switches, Gabe Vincent ended up on Jalen Brunson. And this completely stymied the New York Knicks. They um, did not open looking sharp at all. And I thought that that was a really interesting chess move that took place early in this game. And then other than that, it was really Jimmy and Bam playing well. And then the Knicks couldn't shoot early. Tony, just uh, since you are – since Brian's a more regular guest, you – I absolutely have to get the mic first here. Give me, uh, give me. As, um, what was your take on how this game started? Because, like, to talk about the end is a little ridiculous because it was out of, of uh, you know, reach there, although we are going to talk Nikola Jovich sometime on this show. <laughs> but uh, thoughts early on the Miami Heat, the first quarter in particular maybe.
3: Yeah, and we can talk about that, that Jalen Brunson ball pressure because it's the same thing the Cavaliers did to the Knicks to kind of get their one-game win uh, in Game 2. But I just thought it was just a little crazy, the lack of energy, the lack of effort that the Knicks were out there playing with in the pivotal game. Uh, Miami basically controlled their destiny, splitting the series uh, away on the road, but they almost took that second game. I feel like the Knicks should feel like they're down too, playing this game and they showed no effort uh, until they came out in the second half and kind of started to regain some footing. But Miami is just bullying teams on uh, bullying this team on the boards when they made a choice to go to Hartenstein to just get more space and kind of try and create something for their offense and get it going. Uh, couldn't even manage that. They shot something like 30% from, from the field tonight. They were terrible shooting the ball. Uh, But Miami, not too much better. So the game was in hand for the Knicks to close that gap and play well. But you just had contributions from everybody. You you have, uh, by the way, some of the best uh, defense I've seen Kyle Lowry play all year. Just incredibly locked in, looked amazing, loved every one of his minutes. You had Kevin Love out there battling on the boards, giving you great contributions. You go up and down the stat sheet today. Everybody played four quarters of at least really consistent defense, which made... Life, so unbearable uh, for those Knicks players. Uh, Jalen Brunson is the only guy that has any ball handling skills to hurt your team. But when you pressure him early and you get the ball out of his hands early, the rest of those guys can't really create anything for themselves. So this win was awesome, and I see three more uh, looking, or two more looking just like it. We got two more coming.
2: M&M Plus game one of the next series. So, Tony, you're spot on with what you said initially. But, no, in the first half, the Knicks, they can't shoot. What what was it? I'm looking here. I have a note. 12.5% was their three-point <laughs> shooting percentage at halftime, and they were shooting 34% from the field. Um, and they weren't for forcing turnovers. Like then that means they're doing nothing that's gonna make Miami uncomfortable. And I'm glad that Tony mentioned Kyle Lowry because he was a stabilizing force, Brian. And there was a there was a moment in the second half. I'm veering around a little bit here, but no, maybe he was in the first half where there was no Jimmy and no Bam, and it was Kyle, Robinson, Martin, Highsmith, and Zeller. What the hell is Kyle Lowry doing? All of that? We're getting throwback Lowry games, so also your instant reaction to the game, but also what Kyle Lowry did tonight, particularly in that crazy stretch where Spolstra, again, in his bag, doing crazy stuff, had no Jimmy and no Bam on the floor in the semifinals of the Eastern Conference.
4: That playoff experience is coming through for Kyle Lowry. Um, one more thing I wanted to note was that defensively, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, and R.J. Barrett shot a combined 16 of 51 from the field, which is terrible. That's about 31%. <clears throat> so they got their numbers, and you'll sign for that. No, well, Julius Randle didn't, but the other two guys, they got their counting stats, and it wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, also, collectively, two of 17 from three. So there's that. Kyle Lowry, like I got to the point with Gabe where I didn't want to see him anymore in this game because of how Kyle was playing and because of the things that Gabe wasn't doing. Right. And Kyle Lowry has brought just a a presence, like a real presence to this team coming off the bench, leading the bench unit. I think they were outscoring uh, the Knicks 14 to two at one point when he was out there early on. And you see him just really driving the bus. And this is why having a a real point guard matters, having a floor general matters. And it's not just about getting these timely buckets, but it's also getting a key deflection, getting key stops, which he's done throughout the playoffs at different points. He did it in the buck series as well. And also really just running a team. Like I know, I know, uh, the counting stats and the new age sort of uh, analytics, they want like your best players to like have the ball all the time. And it takes away the, the importance quote unquote of having a real point guard, but you see Kyle Lowry bringing value to what that position, the spirit of it truly is. That shit matters. And for Kyle Lowry to run the team the way he has coming off the bench, especially on a night where Gabe Vincent didn't have it. And look, this wasn't an overwhelmingly dominant victory from the standpoint of like they just shot the hell out of the ball They were terrible shooting. They were 39% from the field as a team. They're 22% (laughs) as a team from three. They were as bad as the Knicks from three. The Knicks were 34 and 20% from three. And Look, as the the guy who likes ugly, masochistic basketball up here, I didn't mind it, but it even got to the point in the third quarter where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this ain't even ugly, good playoff basketball. This is just like ugly, ugly basketball at this point. But it has to be somewhat demoralizing to the Knicks where it's like, I mean – you're going into game four and, you know, even if the Knicks shoot better, what if the Heat shoot better? Then what? The Heat just have more answers, I feel like, in this series. And that's something that coming in, you know, the depth was a big thing. Emmanuel Quickly, for example, who's hurt now, like that's going to hurt the Knicks bench. And people were saying before the series that the Knicks have better depth, the Knicks have better depth. We haven't seen it through three games. And for all we know, this could be more than half the series if this continues. So,
2: yeah, no, I think that that is – all really good points. Kyle has just surprised me again and again. Max also tonight. The fact that he only shot three of ten from three and still uh, was able to kind of um, find some other looks. He had a nice dunk there along the way, which I'm not. You know, I know we all know Max can dunk, but to see him do it that way uh, was was particularly interesting. We're going to get into Jimmy uh, Heavy here. Uh, he was uh, 27 and a half. Was his points um, prop? on prize Picks, So you could go right more at or the less end, baby, two half. free
4: throws in the,
2: get that over. We also so, got to talk about bam too, for sure. Bam to that awesome point there. with Jimmy Butler, he got to 28 points was, which if you then went more than 27 and a half on prize picks, you would have hit on that particular play. Prize picks is the official daily fantasy sponsor of the five Reason sports network, we have been working with them nonstop. It's daily fantasy made easy. This is super simple in that you choose your favorite sports, your favorite players. Choose the stats that make sense to you. If, the, if there are certain ones that are confusing, ignore those and do the other ones. You can choose up to f- six players on one ticket. You can do power plays, flex plays. Here's the key to this whole deal, though. You got to use the code five, F-I-V-E. That'll get your initial deposit matched up to $100. And you got to deposit because that's the only way they can match anything is if you actually deposit. We've been noticing a lot of signups without deposit. So I just want to mention that again. But use the code five. We had somebody in our Marlins group win $500 on a um, ticket the other day on a $20 ticket. So this is like you can win money. It is legit. Have fun doing it. Use the code FIVE, F-I-V-E, to get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com or download the app wherever you get apps from. Jimmy Buckets, he was back. We knew it early. He got involved early. He had a four and a half points in the first six minutes prop that was just like, are are you serious? That was a free square. Um, 11 free throws. Tony, for, for Jimmy to just come back with, you know, he they they held him out and it was precautionary. I think you mm-hmm. know the week off is good for him to be aggressive early. He didn't end up being particularly efficient, but he got kind of offset that with what he did at the line. Assess Jimmy's game. In reference to how great he's been, did you see anything that made you say, eh, he doesn't look 100% the way he was moving before? Or do you think this was kind of him feeling out what he can get back, um, like how much he can do to some degree? I think that's kind of what I saw, but I'm interested in your perspective on Jimmy's night. Because it was a masterclass in some ways, uh, and he had a lot of funny moments. But it wasn't, I wouldn't say, his best playoff game so far. Um, So just interested to pick your brain on Jimmy now.
3: Yeah, see, and I'll trust your analysis over mine, but uh, watching him is a religious experience for me. I think he's a complete fucking psychopath and that he thought that he was fine and could go with no issues at all. I don't think he was limited in his own mind at all. Uh, So it didn't seem like he was feeling it out. I had the thought in the first quarter – There's only two humans on the the face of this earth that can just control a game regardless of defense scheme or talent in front of them. And it's Kawhi Leonard and it's Jimmy Butler. They just do it on both ends of the floor. They get every shot that they want Um, and nobody can stop them. You know that Jimmy is coming down your throat and he's going to get you with an up fake and he's going to try and get you up in the air and hit, you know, get a draw and one and he goes down and he does it every freaking time. And it's awesome to watch He's uh, an incredible, incredible athlete. You're right. He shot nine of 21 from the field. That is one of the more inefficient Jimmy games we've gotten this whole postseason. But he made up for it at the line. He went 10 of 11 at the line. He found a way to still impact the game from a scoring standpoint, from a rebound standpoint, uh, definitely from a defensive standpoint. He has taken Julius Randle and eliminated him. Uh, He is basically eating minutes right now for that team he can't find good shots he can't play good defense jimmy is just bottling that guy and and throwing him off the court so the miami heat are playing four on five basketball and then you have to switch it to hartenstein just to open it up to try and get something going for randall and try and get something going for brunson and then the miami heat are eating you up on the boards when you do that um jimmy's just single-handedly forcing that uh, he he's he's playing so well that they literally don't have an answer to go to. Uh he's incredible and he's he's been a revelation to watch this entire run. I can't think of a better year for any single playoff performer.
2: Yeah, no, it it is to that degree um still early in a run, but if we're taking it at face value to date, it is absolutely unbelievable. Even a game like tonight where he didn't end the game with this unbelievable gawky stat line the thing that jumps out at me is like he early he was decisive and he made his shots and the knicks immediately were like oh it's just jimmy again damn and that kind of set the tone for me uh bam out of bio came through with one of the more gritty efforts awesome. where where he like basically dug in on all the things that uh that maybe heat fans um underappreciate to some degree. And I understand why, because we, we know how Bam looks on offense at times. So Brian Bam out of bios game. I think it was one of his better games recently. The activity created extra possessions and extra points that I think will, um, will go unnoticed by most fans that box score, watch, uh, wax poetic on Bam out of bio tonight. And also I know that you, um, have been monitoring the pressers and, uh, there was an update on an Emmanuel quickly who left the game or was kind of hobbled with a sprained ankle there. Um, what's the, uh, the official word that, that you heard from the pressers.
4: So Tom Thibodeau says that it's a sprained ankle for Emmanuel quickly and that they'll know tomorrow. There's no gonna tomorrow. It's going to be an MRI and, you know, all that good stuff. So we'll I see. Mean, it's probably too swollen to look at. <laughs> that hurts the Knicks bench if he can't play. And we're not – we don't have three days off anymore. It's a game every other day until a potential game seven, and there may or may not be one. So um, regarding Bam, the defensive work that he did on Julius Randle, th- this is what I'm accustomed to, right? Julius Randle, th- before tonight, the count was two. Two times in his career that he's shot above 40% in playoff games. After this game, the count is two. Still didn't do it today, right? Um, and the only two times he did it was the last two games. Uh, Julius Randle was in hell, and a lot of that was Bam Adebayo. And he even made uh, a one or two good shots uh, from, per- from the perimeter on Bam Adebayo as well. But this is more of the Julius Randle that I expected to see in this series um, a little more regularly he did compete on the boards credit to him but bam was awesome he played a great two-way game the stats don't really capture it it was 17 and 12 there were no assists um i believe there was a block uh yes there was a block there should have been another a big one that that, that that didn't count uh but they called a foul on that uh on a play that julius Randle had but honestly bam terrific two-way game maybe the best end-to-end game he's had in the playoffs in terms of four quarters of just being effective, meaningful on offense and on defense. He was great both ends of the court. He did lose the ball a couple times and things of that nature and you know his teammates could help him by telling him, "Hey, double coming," so that he doesn't spin into a guard. That happened a couple times, but ultimately end to end was a terrific performance for him. And I also thought that, you know, you started to see him uh figure a couple things out. He I, he wasn't like just playing with Mitchell Robinson trying to size him up and overly dribble too much. Like he was, he looked a little more decisive early, and I feel like that helps set the tone for him ultimately.
2: And he dunked on on Julius Randle. How yeah, did I not mention that? He dunked
4: on Julius Randle, which is I, and playback. I I was going crazy when I yeah. saw that shit. I'm sure I know I know there's there's a there's a Randle versus Bam discourse, and I'm here to tell y'all that while Randle can do some things offensively, sometimes a heat up, it's not
2: close. I wholeheartedly agree, but I've been told that I'm biased. Um, (laughs) Ultimately, I'm glad that Bam stepped up the way that he did. This was a game where I felt like to see him be aggressive early and not just aggressive with shooting, but also aggressive just on the boards and such his activity level. It showed to me that he was playing free enough to where he wasn't in his head. And that's good. Um, because I think that when you start to hear like the whispers from the fan base and from the media and stuff, that, that that can get loud at the wrong times. And so he appeared to block it out and bounce back with a big game. His hashtag on IG is always hashtag bounce back. He sure as, uh, as hell did. There were no disasters um, related to Bam Adebayo's play or the Miami Heat's play. Uh, but if you're a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim, or if you're dealing with any sort of disaster – You need to call Water Cleanup of Florida because they're here 24 hours a day. They offer uh, service all the time emergency services even when a disaster strikes in your home or business you need specialized fast and reliable care water cleanup of florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause with over 60 years of combined experience michael and his team uh, are prepared to handle any size disaster they're third generation contractors in south florida so they are always um available uh, you can get help now at five six one four eight or 408 or call Michael anytime on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Again, this is Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-579-0356. Also visit their website. Uh, They have everything there uh, completely available. You can get in touch with them through the website, so it's super easy. The platform um, is – really easy to navigate. It's WCUFL.com.
5: If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat.
0: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96%
0: The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: All right, so I'm going to close here. If the Knicks can't shoot straight, and they can't turn the ball over, they can't make Miami turn the ball over more than them, and Jimmy is back, can either of you make a case for Miami not having a strong chance at putting a, uh, a pretty decisive stranglehold on the series in game four. We're not going to look at it too much, but we only have one day between games, which that quickly injury is something to watch um, with that. Uh, either of you see any adjustments Tibbs may make um, if quickly is out, even um, that could swing the series in a different direction or, um, I'm interested if you guys have anything, because I feel like there's certain elements of this that if they're going to shoot like that, it doesn't matter what adjustments they make. But I, I'm interested to your perspective, each of you. Tony first.
3: Uh, they can start Hart and Stein. They can uh, put OBM in for some more size and just hope to win a rebounding battle. But Miami's going to beat them that way, too. I think this is cooked. I can't give you a way that the Knicks react to Miami's offense that slows down anything that
4: they're doing. They're getting to the paint at will. They need to hit shots. I mean, being the short answer. So I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't expect Eric Sposa to get to get out schemed by Tom Thibodeau, right? Like I think if they end up coming back in the series, winning the series, and look, this we could have a totally different discussion if the Heat flop on Monday and this is two two going back to Madison Square Garden while you still feel like yeah, they could win that, but you don't want to be in that position either. So he go up 3-1 in his curtains. And I think if they do everything that they did in this game and maybe shoot a little better, you're not going to have much to worry about. You just need to keep the Knicks uh, really just from getting to the paint because that's where they were most effective. They're going to try to get calls and get to the line and things of that nature. But you want them chucking up bad three-pointers. Um, you'll live with Obi Top and pulling up from, you know, above – above the three point line, just straight away, wing, whatever the case may be. Um if Emmanuel quickly is out, that removes the threat. He actually hit the Knicks' first couple three pointers today. Yeah. And ultimately defensively, like it's because to me, this is where the series is won. If you do your job defensively, just score enough offensively. I think Eric Reed gave you the stat. Eric Reed gave you the stat. The Knicks have scored a hundred one time or whatever it is in all the heat playoff games, right? They didn't mm-hmm. do it again today. You keep holding them under a hundred, and you just break through. Jimmy gives you enough. Bam gives you enough. The shooters give you enough. Then you're fine. And and by the way,
3: we we say a couple times in that work, or at least our 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 good friend Ethan J Scoldnick talks about how Jimmy is like one of the more tapped in athletes he's he's ever covered. That guy sees everything, reads everything. The Jimmy believing his own legend and starting to use it as a weapon. He was shit. He was shit talking those guys in the first quarter. It's <laughs> true. He's broken them. They're already in that first quarter. They were so out of character.
4: I don't know. I don't know if he's broken them, but he's definitely knocked them off course. I think the Knicks think that they're going to get back in the series. I kind of, I I don't know if they are. Yeah. I want to be irrational. I think
3: in that moment, but you're absolutely right. He, he, but the fact that we're playing Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler is here in front of us, he's living in that. And uh, it's affecting them at the very least.
2: Yeah. No. And I think, Particularly, it gets demoralizing if the three-point shots do fall in the next game. If that gets any better at all, uh, or to Brian's point. or
4: if which we didn't mention, we haven't had the game in this series where Jimmy just goes off.
2: Yeah. You know?
4: What if he has forty next game? Then what are we talking about? To Tony's point, like if if. If that's the next step in this, right? If Jimmy's just, you know, laughing, bullshitting, yeah. he hits his thigh, and then he's like, all right, fuck
2: it, you know, whatever. I'm saying that's, Jimmy Butler. If he has if he has one of those performances next game. You crush their soul for good. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're not going to look uh, ahead much more. We appreciate everybody joining us. Let's take a couple comments. Um, I think each of us should respond to uh, – yeah. if you have questions, hit us with them. We'll take Super Chats first. Uh, let's get three of them up here, and each of us will try to give you the best answer that we can. So less maybe um, comments and more questions, but uh, it, you know, either one, um, we're happy to take. Alejandro, are you able to throw a couple up here? Okay, this is for well, we Brian. We haven't
4: done that since last season because we now we're busy. That's basically the answer, but Timmy's my guy. He's been on pregame. I do a lot of postgame stuff, and we both work a lot. So there's your answer to that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do it again at some point. But That's right a good now.
2: answer because I needed to know that too. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, this is from Take a little trip with me. Bam built like a seasonal H- Hess truck. Let's see how he <laughs> does next game. <laughs> um, not really cu- funny, but he's gonna do great next game. And then Eternal will give this one to Tony. Does Miami shoot better than 38 percent from three on Monday? You know I don't. No, uh
3: they don't need to shoot, though. I don't think the shooting percentage shit really matters for if this team wins or loses. They're they're killing them on the boards. They're killing them in the paint. And then they're defending their ass off. I, th- I think this is kind of this is wrapped one way or another. I hope so. But if they don't, Miami still takes the win.
2: Yeah, I think that. Um, Miami winning the rebounding battle <laughs> and not losing the turnover battle is just absolutely huge. We're going to sneak this one more in. Alex M says, will Spolster get Tom fired again? No. I don't think so because there's lots of feel good happening not in New York fired. right now, but it's only a matter of time because bad organization One more question. Can, I, can, we
4: get, can we get like a good question, like a really good one on the way out, Alejandro? By the
3: way, can we appreciate we got a nuck if you're buck moment in this series? That's great.
4: Yeah, Thank God for Cody Zeller. I'm also trolling
3: Cody
2: Zeller game my. ball to him. Cause not only did he get in a fight, <laughs> but, um, but we definitely, uh, you know, he was felt on the basketball court as well. Absolutely. Thank you thank you for joining us though. We'll have, we're going to wrap now, but we're going to have you covered. We'll have an off day pod heading into game four uh, covered. Indeed. Thank you for joining the five reason sports YouTube channel. Tough <sighs> um, and uh, Josh,
4: Josh, we'll we'll save it for the offense. We're going to save that for a different <laughs> show. But we appreciate
2: everyone joining us. Heat win, and they go up two one in this best of seven against the New York Knicks.
4: Let's go. Trolling with my O-Matic shirt.
1: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.